Well, hello everybody. It is the second week in 2019 and I am so happy to be able to come on actually live today and be able to share with you guys my uh, weekly moments. I call them moments with Natalie Olson and I am so happy um, that I have this opportunity to share this with you guys. Well, today I want to share just a little bit about the wilderness and the accuser. The wilderness and the accuser. Yeah. Um, in my studying on this week, I, I came across something that really just blew me. It really blew me. And I want to share with you guys this revelation um, that I got from this. And uh, let the Lord really minister to you all from this place of revelation. Let's Let's begin, first of all, with prayer. Father, we thank you for this week, Lord. We bless you that you've kept us, you've sustained us, and we give you glory. We give you honor, Father. Now we ask, Lord, that as we dissect this word, as we uh, begin to get understanding from your word, that it will become revelation, that it will uh, become life in us. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. In Matthew chapter 4, Matthew chapter 4, uh, just the first verse is all I want to just dig into. Matthew chapter 4, verse 1, and it says this, Afterward, the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the lonely wilderness in order to reveal his strength against the accuser. Let me read that one one more time. Afterwards, the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness in order to reveal his strength against the accuser. Now, let's dig into this. This is out of the um, the Passion Translation. That's why you see the words lonely wilderness. But what exactly is loneliness? What, what does it mean in this text to be lonely? And then afterwards. So it says afterwards. The Holy Spirit let Jesus Christ. Now, what happened? What was going on afterwards? If you go to chapter 3, Jesus had just been baptized. And uh, his, heaven, his, his father, God, uh, opened the heavens and spoke over his life. The Holy Spirit came. So in a sense, if you look at this, uh, Jesus was dedicated. Jesus was activated 
into ministry. The very first thing that happened was he was led into a place of loneliness. Let me explain to you what loneliness means. Loneliness is the quality of being unfrequented, uh, a remote place, a place of isolation, a place of solitude. So after God uh, uh, um, activates him, anoints him for ministry, he then goes into a unfrequented place, a place that I mean, when you think of something that's unfrequented, you think about a place that nobody goes into, a place where uh, there are no visitors, a place that's isolated, a place that, that, you know, nobody goes to. If you would just begin to think about that, a lot of times after prophetic words have been spoken to us after we begin to move in the things of God. A lot of times the Holy Spirit, uh, uh, because of our assignment, and I'm not talking about people who are even called by God for a thing. I'm talking about as we grow in God, as we seek God, sometimes as the Lord reveals himself to us, a lot of times he'll take us into an unfrequented place. Do you get what I'm saying? That place in your life that you don't like to go to, that place that's remote, that place that you've isolated. A lot of times it's tied into our emotions. It's tied into our memories. He'll take us to that place. Yeah, it says afterwards, the Holy Spirit led Jesus into this place. A lot of times we don't like that place. We don't like to go and and begin to deal with those things that we don't look at, those things we don't deal with. But the deal is, look at what that scripture said. The Holy Spirit let Jesus into that lonely place in order to reveal his strength against the devil. Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) I hope y'all catch this in just a minute. Jesus Christ and we as well have to go into those unfrequented places, those remote places in our lives, those isolated places so that the Lord can show us our strength against the accuser. Let me help you with this and even tie this into the courts of heaven. As long as you don't deal with what you've isolated, what you've uh, uh, hidden what you don't frequently deal with the the accuser actually can use that against you anything that's in the dark the enemy loves and legally has access to to come into so Jesus is led by the Holy Spirit into a unfrequented isolated place Okay. Now, second part of that says the Holy Spirit let Jesus into this unfrequented, isolated, lonely place, but the Bible also calls it a wilderness. Mm. 
What is a wilderness? A wilderness is a uncultivated, uninhabited place, an area usually undisturbed. Okay, it's an empty, pathless area. <laughs> and it, it, it uh, Webster also calls it a garden devoted to wild growth. Mm. Okay, it's an uncultivated state, a wild state, a, a, a confusing mass. I'm, I'm just reading what it means, a bewildering situation. Oh my, did y'all hear that? So Jesus, first of all, is led into a unfrequented, isolated, empty, pathless, uncultivated, undisturbed, confusing situation. (laughs) Oh, help me today. I hope somebody catch this one. Why did the Lord take him to such a place like that? Why, God? Why would put Jesus in a situation like that? That uncultivated place. That uh 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 um unchartered that that why did the Lord put him there? Well, let's keep reading and I'll tell you why. Look at what the scripture says. In order to reveal his strength against the accuser. Mm, Wow. (laughs) A lot of times we have no idea that our deliverance is so close. We have no idea the things that we need to be dealing with. We have no idea what the enemy is using as a legal ground to attack us. Uh, But I love this is after the Lord, uh, 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 and I'm talking about God, after God identified him as his son, he then proved through him going into this lonely wilderness who he really was. Jesus's identity, his who he was connected to was actually manifested in the wilderness. Do you all realize that in this wilderness, Jesus Christ's power and strength over the enemy was manifested? Do you all realize that if he had not went into this lonely, isolated, saluted, you know, a remoteless uh, area, uncultivated, uninhabited, undisturbed, empty, remote, wild, confusing place. Uh, 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 Webster calls it a bewildering situation. If he would not have gotten to that place, he... (laughs) We would not see the power that that Jesus Christ has over the accuser. We would not see the example of who we really are, who we are connected to, our strength and our power, unless we go through the lonely wilderness. 
A lot of times we don't want to deal with the confusing things. We don't want to deal with the the uncultivated. What I mean cultivated is the, the areas of our lives that have not been cultivated by the word of God. We don't like to go into uninhabited areas, meaning where the Holy Spirit has not sat in. You know why? Because it could be sin. Why? Because it could be a place of of negative emotions. We don't want to. I'm talking about as natural believers. We don't like going into undisturbed areas of our lives. We don't like uh, uh, seeing the empty and pathless parts of us. We 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 don't want to go into that area that that's devoted to the wild growth of life. Mm-mm. Definitely don't want to go into a confusing seat. You know where we just don't understand why God didn't do this for me. Why He let this happen to me. We don't like going to bewildering situations like these wildernesses. Nobody likes the wilderness. Nobody likes being isolated or going into isolated places where it seems like God is not there. We don't like going into places of rejection in our hearts and loneliness in our hearts and unpopularness. Nobody wants to not be popular. Nobody, you know, we don't like that. Our flesh does not like separation. But the deal is this, guys, it is that lonely wilderness. And I'll say it again. Again, this is Matthew chapter four. It's the word. It's flat right here. It was that lonely wilderness that revealed the strength of God against the accuser. Mm, mm, mm. Man, what a revelation. And I hope you all get it so that when you get into wildernesses, wildernesses, yeah, and believe it or not, the Holy Spirit led him there. (laughs) It wasn't because he was under demonic attack. It wasn't because Jezebel and witchcraft, the Holy Spirit took him into these places. Why? So that he could see who he really was. And what's so funny is, is after that wilderness experience, the anointing of God was so strong that he was able to set captives free. (laughs) He was able to walk in the kingdom power and glory and anointing. There's so many of us that are crying out for the glory of God. We want to see God's kingdom manifested in our lives. But have you went through the wilderness? Hmm. We want the hand of God, but have we went into that uncharted, unpopular territory, the the wild side of us to deal with what needs to be dealt with so that we can go forth in power, so that we can go forth in glory. And that anointing that we desire so much to walk in. Let me show you one more other thing and I'm going to end right here and we'll pray right quickly. The deal with this is we have another example. God, God tested Israel. God had another wilderness experience with the, with the people of Israel for 40 years as well. (laughs) Now the deal is 
if you go back and see what happened with Jesus while he was in the wilderness, Jesus cut throat. He did what he needed to do. He recognized the enemy. He cut the enemy plumb off and the enemy fleed. But Israel just didn't get it. <laughs> Israel had to be in the wilderness for 40 years until they got it, until they got into a place of obedience, until they got to a place where they sought God, until they got to a place where they were led by the Holy Spirit, not their emotions, because they were complainers. They were, e they, you're talking about a bunch of emotional drama queens, the Israelites, after seeing the power of God, after seeing the Red Sea parted, still did not get it. So they had to wonder for 40 years in this place of lack, in this place of isolation and seclusion, loneliness. They had to uh, 40 years of lonely, 40 years of confusion. A, a bewildering situation, 40 years of just being wild, 40 years of not having a path. Y'all see that 40 years of not being cultivated, not being inhabited. That's what wilderness means. Yeah, undisturbed, meaning the Holy Spirit could not come in and disturb their lives to get them to a complete place of deliverance until they got the just of what the purpose of the wilderness is for. <laughs> There's a lot of us until you get a full understanding of your wilderness experience and allow the wilderness to cultivate you, allow the wilderness to empower you to stand against the accuser, to stand in who you are, to stand stably, stable mentally and emotionally. When you have mastered your wilderness, when you have gone through the testing. If you go back to chapter four, the accuser hit him three times. And it says in verse 11, at once the accuser left him and angels suddenly gathered around him to minister to his needs. Meaning the kingdom, the angels begin to minister to him. And then he began to preach, meaning after he came out of the wilderness, <laughs> he was ministered to and was able to minister. There's a lot of us who need ministering right now, but you have to get the understanding of the wilderness in order to get to that place. How can the angels, how can the Holy Spirit minister to you when you're uncultivated, when you're empty? When you have no direction, when you're wild, when you're confused emotionally, when you're in your wilderness, it's impossible for the angels or the angel of the Holy Spirit uh, to come in and minister to you. When you're in that place of rejection, when you're in that place of isolation and, and, and uh, uh, you won't allow anybody access, not even God. How in the world can the Lord minister to you right there? 
Hear me, O Israel. How can you be ministered to and led to a place of victory when you still worried about Pharaoh? How is it? And you're still worshiping other gods. You're putting everything else in place instead of the commandments, instead of God. Then guess what? You're going to keep on wandering. <laughs> you're going to keep on. Until you can trust God to bring manna, until you can believe God for your needs. I don't know who this is for today, but you're you're wandering in financial lack wilderness until you can trust God that he'll provide the manna. You're going to keep on wondering. There's somebody today you're 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 you have no direction. You're wandering until you can trust God with the fire and follow the fire. Again, we don't want to be in the fire. We don't want to again have to deal with us but if you can allow the fire to lead you I think it was a cloud by day and fire by night if you again in your wilderness will just embrace the fire embrace the change get cultivated because I think of clouds clouds bring rain rain nurture rain allows things to grow rain represents the word of God but fire represents the power of God fire burns up fire burns up your nasty attitude fire burns up the things that 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 will hinder you from going forth if you would just while you're in the wilderness be led by the cloud be led by the fire it's going to cause your paths to be made straight Yeah, because the deal is at the end of the wilderness, the angels were there. At the end of your trial and your test, the blessing is there. At the end of even what you've went through this week, there's victory Saturday morning. Oh, Kayaba, say there's victory in the morning. (laughs) But the deal is you have to get to the end of your wilderness. You got to get to that place of victory you have to get there you have to allow the wilderness to make you you have to allow it you have to embrace the wilderness let's pray let's just take a moment right now even though you may feel like you're in the shadow the valley and the shadow of death. You don't have to fear. Yes, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for the wilderness right now. We thank you that, God, you're coming into the uncultivated places of our hearts. You're coming into those areas that have not been disturbed. You're coming into the memories You're coming into the place of pain. You're coming into our physical sicknesses. Yes, you're coming, God. Yes, Lord. I we see you coming through the cloud. We see the cloud forming over us right now. While we're walking through trouble, while we're walking through haters, while we're walking through lack, I see the cloud. I see the cloud. I see the cloud. Rain on us. So rain, God, rain, rain on our soul, rain on our spirit. Rain right now in that inhabited place, rain. 
Hey, yes, God. Yes, God. Let the rain of your glory. Let the rain of your anointing. Let the rain, God, begin to flow. Flow, flow. Flow right now, God. Water up the dry places. Water up the dry places, said the Lord. He's watering the dry places. Dry, dry. You're dry in your finances. You're dry in your efforts. You're dry, but the rain is falling. Kasha, the rain is falling. The rain, the rain. Yes, God. Ha, yeah. And what was once empty, the rain is filling up right now. Kasha. Yes, God. The rain is filling it up right now. Yes, God. The remote places, the wilderness, that space, that empty pathless space, the rain is making a path. Yes, God. The, 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 as the path leads us to that wild garden. Father, I pray now that there be a shift. A shift, God, from the rain to the fire. Hey, yes, God, yes, God. That confusing place, that wild place, that place of, of bewildering, that place where I don't understand, God. Let the fire now lead us through it. That place of God, why did I get raped? Let the fire burn now and lead us out of it. That place of God, why did he divorce me? Let the fire burn. Burn now. Yes, God. Oh, God, I thank you. The fire, the fire. Yes, God. The fire is, is, is drying up the water that's made a path for you. It's the path to your healing and wholeness. Fire burn now. Hey, yes, God. Fire burn now. Ah, yes, God. Yes, God. And even now as the enemy is in the wilderness, as the fire is burning, God, the enemy, the accuser of the brethren who says that we haven't dealt with our issues, the accuser of the brethren Satan who's saying we won't forgive the accuser of the brethren who says he has a legal right to attack because we won't deal with our wilderness I thank you right now that the wilderness is flat and the enemy has to go right now so in the name of Jesus Christ we command uh, fear to go now we command spirits that bring of rejection to go now in the name of Jesus. We command loneliness and separation to go now in the name of Jesus. Depression, go now. Yes, God, every spirit that came in because of uncharted territory, every spirit that came in, in through the torment of wilderness seasons, I thank you right now that the fire has torched them all. The fire which represents the glory of God now shine. I thank you for your glory. I thank you for your glory, Father. I thank you that this place is now frequented with the power of of the Holy Ghost. It's no longer unfrequented and remote. It's no longer isolated, but I thank you right now that the Holy Ghost is here. I thank you right now. I see Jesus standing. Yes, I see the forest that's being burned like California, but I also see a fresh wind, and that wind is Jesus Christ. He's blowing on you right now. He's He's dousing out the fire and he's bringing restoration to everything that was lost in the wilderness. He's restoring it with the dunamis wind, the power of God, the power to stand, the power to do rise up now. soldiers, rise up. The power is here. Hey, yes. The power is here. 
The kingdom is here. The angels are coming. The angels are coming. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. The wind, the wind, the wind of restoration. The angels are coming. They're here now ministering to you right now. Yes, God. And we thank you. We thank you. Yes, God. I bless your name right now. I glorify your name right now. Hey, yes, God. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God. Just worship him. Just worship him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, God. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Well, guys, that is it for me for today. My good Lord. I thank you, Lord, for visiting us on today. My good Lord, I love when the Lord comes and and minister to our needs. It's refreshing. It's wonderful, that feeling of when the Lord draws near to us. Man, well, this is what we do every Friday, guys. This is this is moments with Natalie Olson. Thank you guys for tuning in. Those who are in the online community, um, I believe we got this on Facebook as well. Thank you so much, uh, guys who have popped in. This is what we're going to do uh, every Friday. Normally, it's in the morning, but uh, you will get notified, guys. Uh, when we do moments with Natalie Olson. Thank you so much, guys. Be blessed. The blessings, I know, (laughs) Miss Davis, we do it every Friday, every Friday. I'll be doing some more. (laughs) I'll be doing some more. Trust me, every Friday, guys. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Be blessed, and I'll see you all again soon.